of the Hillcrest Duo. I am your host, Metal John, at Metal John Radio on Twitter. And along with me, as always, Brad Risto. Follow me on Twitter. I am at Brad Risto. With an original Twitter handle there. I am, uh, or we are, coming to you live from my place in Downers Grove. We call it the Bat Cave because it is the Bat Cave. And my cat, her name is Selena Kyle. She's our special guest. She'll be wandering around here, probably rubbing her nose on the microphones. Um, I hope you had a good Christmas, Brad. I did. It was a really good one. Got some great gifts. I like to give gifts, I guess, more now that I'm in my mid-30s. I want Oh, to- tell me. What is... Uh, We'll make this quick. Uh, what was your what was your favorite gift you received, and what was your favorite gift that you gave out? I suppose the favorite gift I received is my dad is a bit of a woodworker, and he made from scratch with no plans, just by himself, a stand for my lightsaber and the five crystals I have with it, so it can be displayed with pride. Oh, and that is. It looks beautiful. It's hanging up in my room. Did you? You should take a photo of it and post it on Twitter. I will. All right. And my the favorite gift I gave. Uh, that's a tough one because I always have a budget, but I guess I'll go with the Yankees jersey and hat I gave to my brother-in-law because he's a huge Yankees fan, and now he has an authentic New York NY Yankees jersey and hat of Aaron Judge. Never heard of him. He's a baseball I'm kidding. Player. I'm, I'm kidding. I've he, heard of him. He hits balls very far. Yeah. So what was the your favorite gift you received, and what is the favorite gift you gave to your nephew? Uh, so favorite <laughs> gift received, uh, I got this really cool lawn ornament thing. Man, that makes me sound old. Uh, it's a big, like, metal uh, San Francisco 49ers logo thing. Um, it's, it's in my backyard currently. Um it's hard to see through the blinds, but it's mm-hmm. it's back there. Uh, my brother got that for me uh, from a guy who custom makes these with different like sports logos and stuff. Um, so he actually bought a few Fancy. of them for himself, but then also got me one for Christmas. So that was a really cool gift. Um, and then as far as my favorite gift that I gave out this year, I really wanted to get my brothers just something awesome because I'm still cheesing over last year's gift. Last year's gift was a seat back from Candlestick Park. He got me with a certificate of authenticity. And that is hands down probably a top five gift I ever received. That sounds awesome. Um, So I was thinking this whole year I need to top that gift. I'm I'm still trying to top it. I I shelled out the money for it. I bought it because Floyd Mayweather doesn't do signings, public signings at least. You kind of have to buy from a dealer, somebody – you know, that's credible, that certificate of authenticity. So, Matters. yeah, I was like, I'm just going to do this because I know he's a big fan. And, yeah, I'm, I'm actually really proud of it. And I, I got a good reaction from him. He enjoyed it. He liked it. And also to add on to your extra question, which is what was my favorite gift I gave to my nephew? Yeah. Um, I got him uh, the Let's Go Pikachu for Nintendo Switch. He's a Nintendo Switch player now. Oh, I could play with him then. Yeah, and we actually, he also got Mario Kart. Uh, So we played Mario Kart, and that was fun. And he kicked your butt from here to next week. I let him win. Right, you let him win. That's correct. In the same way that you let Michael Jordan beat you in a game of one-on-one if it were to ever happen. Absolutely. (laughs) Of course. I'm not going to show off to him. 
or you lacked. I don't can't think of a competition you could do with do with Joe Montana one on one a QB throwing contest. You let Joe Montana win that one too. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, the, I suppose um, I, on this on this episode of the Hillcrest Duo, though this this podcast here, we're we're uh, we're going to talk trailers. We trailers. Uh, we saw some movie trailers. We're going to get to those. We're going to talk about Wonder Woman. We're going to talk Ghostbusters, James Bond, Tenet. There's a couple of trailers we're going to talk about. Black Widow. I want to talk about one more thing about Christmas, though, because I come from a fairly big family, and it's an amalgamation of Polish and Italian, because while my, my mom is not um, Italian by blood, she was raised by a little old Italian mother, so she was the one charged with cooking this year. This is what we had for dinner. The first course was lasagna, sausage, links, and meatballs. Full fixings for that. And then the second course was pork, beef, and turkey with corn casserole and cheesy potatoes. Ooh. And then we had dessert. That sounds very delicious. <laughs> that is what the Risto Lakata family Christmas dinner is like. Yeah, see, we're we go down the simple route now. We've changed. Thanksgiving dinner and Christmas dinner are now simple dinners. We we're we don't like having a ton of leftovers. I don't like having a ton of leftovers. None of us leftovers. none of us pig out. None of us pig out on anything. So we just have like small portions of a bunch of things and we spend most of the time snacking instead of like fixing a big plate and eating a meal. So uh we didn't have anything too too crazy, you know, just some, some special dips, you know, and, and whatnot. But uh, yeah, well, it was good. You don't have turkey on Thanksgiving? You're missing out on the best. No, we did have turkey, but okay, a so small, a small little turkey that only takes like three hours to cook. Oh, okay. That's fine. Not one of those big, gigantic ones because we don't even finish the whole little turkey that we have. I love turkey. But um, yes, we're talking about trailers. And... And, and before we get to that, though, too, um, last night, me and uh, Selena, since she's here, uh, we sat down and watched some Netflix. We Netflix and chilled last night. Um, um what? And yeah, <laughs> me and the cat Netflixed last night, and we watched <laughs> this new documentary that is. Uh, it's only been on Netflix. I want to say like two weeks now. It's called Don't Fuck with Cats. And movies. I no. I was gonna make the dumb joke, but about the movie, but. It's well. Here's the thing: is it's not a movie. It's like a three or four episode docu series, so you can get it done in one sitting because each episode's only like forty five minutes to an hour long each. Um, and I was a little hesitant to watch it because I know based on the title and and the synopsis that it's about a kid that videotapes himself torturing cats and about these internet people that came together, formed a Facebook group, and Mm -hmm. hunted him down. And I just didn't want to see the videos of him torturing cats. Well, I would hope the documentary filmmakers would know better. And yeah, they did not show the actual whole videos. They told you the name of the videos. They showed you just brief little clips of the videos, but you do not see him actually torturing any cats. Um, But you they do describe what he's doing in each of the videos and it's pretty heartbreaking. Um, but yeah, these, so this internet group, they decide to hunt him down and, uh, 
you know, and, and, and make sure authorities did what they need to do. Now, where this documentary gets really interesting um, is, and this is a minor spoiler, but he murders somebody and videotapes it. He kind of takes the cat thing to the next level and he kills a guy, videotapes it, uploads it. And the thing is, is he's like taunting this group that's after him. He's like a part of this group. And this guy is like taunting them by like, you know, like by doing this stuff. And, and so now that this shifts to an actual murder case, um, you know, they're, they're trying to help authorities find this guy. And the, just the measures they go to to track this kid down, find out who he is, what's his name, you know, everything about him. Uh, I mean, it's just a really cool story on 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 just a bunch of internet geeks hovering over their computer using google maps and 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 you know and 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 digging into people's history and just trying to identify who this kid is what's his name where does he live where's he at now where's he going next um because the the kid is a big fan of the movie catch me if you can and and they even kind of talk about it in the series and they're like he's trying to be that part of Leonardo DiCaprio in that movie where he's just eluding this FBI agent and changing his identity, changing his disguises. He's trying to live that movie knowing that these internet trolls are after him and now the authorities are after him. Um, anyways, it's worth watching 100%. Like, it's insane. It doesn't sound like the kind of guy who would eventually get away with it. Yeah, uh, almost. Uh, but anyways, uh, I, I watched counts in horseshoes and hand grenades and I ain't playing. Yeah. But I just thought I'd uh, give that one some pub. I've been watching that and a couple of other things on Netflix, but that's the one worth talking about. Um, the boys got a a new trailer, by the way, season two. Are are you excited for that? Yeah. It was a fun first season. I want to see where they go in season two. And I'm excited. A couple of the cast members are going to be at C2E2 in February. So, uh, I'm hoping they do a panel. Maybe they show some footage. Maybe not. Maybe they do. I don't know. But let's get into some of the trailers. Oh yeah. There's been a lot of trailers, by the way. And I suppose that first one that we want to talk about would be the James Bond trailer. No Time to no Die. No Time to Die, as James Bond is, well, the trailer doesn't uh, give you that much information, but retired and no longer a double O agent. He's yep. just Bond. James Bond. So, obviously, he's coming out of retirement. Well, he's doing something to come out of retirement, and he has to deal with Blofeld, who is... Still alive. Still alive. In some glass cage. He's in one of those glass cages where no, he can't get to anyone and obviously probably can't talk to anyone because he'd manipulate them into letting him out. Yep. And all sorts of all these other fun precautions because he's a criminal mastermind. The trailer does not give away much about what stakes are. And I kind of yeah. like that. I yeah. like movies that don't tell me exactly what I'll be seeing in the movie. Well, and if you remember, I think a lot of the James Bond movies um, don't really give you too much, especially on the villain. They always hide what the villain's plot is and how powerful the villain is. They always just show you the villain. The villain gives a speech that means nothing Mm -hmm. to the audience. And, you know, you just have to see the movie to see who this person is, what their plan is, what are they hiding, what are they trying to get, and how's it going to play out. 
and uh, we see a little bit of Robbie Malik as as the villain. Whoever he is, uh, no, whoever he, he is, whoever we hear his voice. I think his voice sounds really cool. Yeah. And um, you know, we see. I think we see him in action just a little bit. We see Blofed in this uh, in this cell. in this cell. Will he get out? Mm-hmm. Will see, Robbie Malik's mysterious villain character get him out? Or we see James Bond put on a suit that's probably two sizes too small for him. Mm-hmm. And we see him meet uh, the new Double O. The new Double O. And we see seven. her in action a little bit, uh, mm-hmm. played by uh, Latasha Lynch, I believe. Marisha Rambo from uh, Captain Marvel. Yeah, so um, I- I'm 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 really excited about this one. I am, and once again, I'm going to. I said it when we last talked about Bond. I'm going to say it just before we see this one. I want to see them to pretty much admit that James Bond itself is a code word. I doubt we will. And see Sean Connery, the current James Bond, and for them to have whoever the next James Bond will be at the very end. I know we won't see it, but it's what I want. Don't piss on my dream until you very much until you have to at the very end. Yeah, uh, some other trailers uh, we've seen um, to get excited about. Uh, well, let's talk about Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters twenty twenty. Ghostbusters. Uh, I, I, I mean, this one. Did exactly what a trailer should do more than so than so many because it's more mysterious than anything else because you don't get much of the Ghostbusters humor, you don't even get much action, you just are left with a lot of questions. Yeah, I mean, it just looks like small town, small town, small little Clark Kent farm town, two little boys going through the barn, girl, yeah, or yeah, I'm sorry, uh, one, one. One boy, one girl, they're going through like going through the barn, going through the attic, going through all the old stuff, come across uh, a, a connection trip. to uh, the to Ghostbusters. Seemingly, we don't know for sure yet, Egon Spangler's grandchildren. Yep. Good uh, way to make use of a character you can't really use in the movie anyway. Yep. And, the you know, they. I, Harold Ramis. Somehow they find the car. Apparently, Egon got the car, Winston. Even though it would have gone to Ray or Winston, because those were the two that used it the most, but Egan got the car somehow. Yep. And there were some great things telling you what you might be seeing, because you see them walking away from a mine. It's the Shandor mine, and if you ever, if you've seen the first movie, you know the villain that they deal with is Gozer the Gozerian, who was worshipped by Evo Shandor. So, and in the movie, they make reference to him using a different kind of steel to build all the buildings he built in New York. So that's the mining company that he used to build all his architecture See, in New York. See, I didn't York, even New York. pick up that connection. Well, when you're as big of a nerd, Ghostbusters nerd as I am, you pick up on these things. But yes, it's one of those things that I um, saw. Also made the joke that when they're going through the house, you see the books stacked in a vertical fashion. And the joke from the first movie, vertical book pit stacking. I haven't seen this since whatever of 1912. Yes. Because clearly no human would stack books this way. No, they wouldn't. Uh, Yeah, I I mean, I I, I like... Yeah, it's a teaser. That's what it's supposed to do, tease. And obviously, this one, I'm hoping we get a more... Complete trailer come the Super Bowl. That'd be my hope. 
but who yeah. knows when they'll drop their next trailer because they're another summer release movie, so they have plenty of time to let this one stew. Yep. And then... Um, but I just want to see them strap on the proton packs. And it's been reported and confirmed all the remaining Ghostbusters, so... Um, uh, I yeah, think, I, do you think they're going to play more cameo-type roles, or do you think they're actually going to... They'll probably be cameos. Put on the proton packs and go hunting down some ghosts. I hope we at least get to see some of them go, doing some ghost hunting. Yeah. I don't care how. I just want to see some of it. Even Training it the kids. Show up. This is how you do it. Don't cross the streams. No, even if it leave, means with in the beginning of the movie with one of them dying, which is what Bill Murray wanted it to be for his character. He wanted to... Peter Frankman to die in the first act if he ever came back to do an actual Ghostbusters 3. Okay. That's what he wanted. Well, set stakes and let it be be known that it's not just a kitty cartoon horror movie that, yeah, you can die. Yes. But that's what I'm looking forward to. Let's get into... How about Wonder Woman 1984? Wonder Woman 84 with one of the more colorful commercials trailers that we saw out of all of them yeah how do you not watch that trailer and start thinking about stranger things just like the whole 80s setting the neon lights the shopping mall mall. i mean you kind of they almost you would think that like the same set designers that worked on stranger things season two worked on wonder woman 84 because i got the same vibes especially watching that trailer yeah um, but no, I mean, uh, Patty Jenkins back to direct. I mean, you got obviously Gal Gadot and Chris Pine, Kristen Wiig, Robin White. You got all the same, all the cast members coming back for uh, Wonder Woman 1984. And uh, this should be a, a really, I, I mean, this should be a really fun movie, just it like the should. first Wonder movie, Wonder Woman movie, where it, you you don't not worried about the, the cameos and the tie-ins, and, like the Batman stuff and the Justice League stuff. You're just doing your own thing. Yes. And, and I. And and that's what I liked a lot about the first Wonder One Woman movie, and that's I, I'm really looking forward to it this Don't one as well. Don't have to worry about the DC extended universe that is might be still around, might have been given up on. No one knows really anymore what DC is doing with their cinematic universe. Yeah, I mean, it seems like uh, the DCU is just kind of. I I think a lot of it is they're waiting to see how Birds of Prey is going to play out. Mm-hmm. To see what direction they want to go with some of those characters, yeah. Um, I, I, to me, I, I just feel like that's where they're at, you know, because we don't know anything about, you know, are they going to do a Flash movie? Are they? Gonna I thought do... they confirmed the Flash movie. Okay, I think that one's been confirmed, but everything else. Are they going to do another Aquaman? Are they going to, you know, that, that's not been confirmed. What I mean, we know the be... Batman is happening, but is the Batman going to be tied in at all? To are any just, of this, or is, or is there going to Ben Affleck's Batman is now Robert Pattinson's Batman, and just not even think about it, like he a, he, like he's a younger version of him, or are they just oh that's the problem, yeah, because he, he's going to be a young Batman. I mean, so. they did that though with the Burton Schumacher movies, where they just they still kept the same. St- they did. They they, they they stayed in the same world because you had the same Alfred and the same Commissioner Gordon, yeah. and basically all. Th- three of those movies or four of those yes, movies but ben affleck could play was playing an old broken down batman yeah and now robert pattinson is going to be playing a young vibrant at the peak of his game batman. And, and apparently according to the casting in that they're higher casting everybody i mean yeah. we've got a riddler and the, confirmed we've got a penguin i believe that's uh, about to be confirmed does, we've got a Catwoman that's confirmed gives you a little bit of concern that they might be overloading yeah that i i would agree 
Um, or even if they're going to overload, are they going to overload and try to give all these characters story? And how do you how do you give them all story? You can't. We've seen that with Spider-Man three. Yeah. But no, I look forward to Wonder Woman eighty four. I suppose the only problem I have with it is it does mess with some of the mythos that we saw in Batman v Superman, and uh, the Justice League movie is supposedly. Wonder Woman didn't appear between World War One and when she showed up to help in the fight with Doomsday. And apparently she also did some work in the 80s that everyone missed, including breaking into the White House. Yeah. Well, and they're not calling this a sequel either because it's not a sequel. It's taking place. Well, it's a sequel to Wonder Woman because it's after 1916. Yeah, I guess apparently Patty Jenkins is telling people that it's actually they're they don't they're not treating this movie like a sequel they're sort of treating it like it's its own story well that's perfectly fine and you can definitely do that with something like wonder woman since everyone but diana is dead between 1916 and 1984 at least all the principal characters will have yep died of old age so you can certainly just do a new story she's hanging around doing nothing and now Oh, here's Wonder Woman again. Yeah. And since it was the fault, you can certainly attribute no, no one knowing about her in the World War One to the fog of war that no one paid attention to reports of a woman uh, running across no man's land. That's crazy. That would never happen. Preposterous. <laughs> uh, Puppycock. Switching over to MCU, Black Widow coming Black out Widow. in May. Uh, what did you think of that trailer? You know, it it looks like it will be something com- we've seen before, and hopefully, see what we'll hopefully see. Basically, what we saw with Captain America: Winter Soldier, another spy movie set in the MCU. Yeah, I just don't know if it's going to be <sighs> on the same level as a Winter Soldier. Um, well, the stakes, will be but they are as- definitely they are definitely trying to go down that spy. That spy, you know, yeah. road. Um, but I, I'm kind of watching it, and I'm thinking, all right, I don't think it's going to be as I, I hate to say Anti- the word dark because Winter Soldier really wasn't a dark movie, but it was a very violent movie. Well, you can't also um, have and I just don't know if you're going to go through that. Yeah. Um, but seemingly, and you also know that no matter what, in the end, um. Uh, Black Widow, Natasha, comes out of it okay. Whether all her family that she's doing the mission with survive. Probably not. Yeah. They could die. But given her demeanor that, you know what, now that I'm speaking about it out loud, maybe they do all die. And that's part of her motivation in uh, Infinity War is she had a suicide mission where everyone died but her. Although David Harbour's character, Red Guardian... Hilarious. Yes. Did you see the um, uh, video mashup on uh, Twitter of uh, Stranger Things watching him run around like that? No, that's funny. Yes, they had, um, uh, I can't remember which two characters, basically what they would be, I assume, watching Hopper after he got captured by the Russians running around like that. And it made me laugh. It's just a simple editing trick, but... Yeah. It was hilarious to see. 
Is there uh, any anything else as far as 2020 goes that you can think of right now where you might be um, really excited about? Uh, None of the trailers. I that mean, we've Marvel's seen. got it, Eternals coming out. Um, well, other than that, that and, that, and Eternals, like I'm actually, I think I'm more excited about that than I am Black Widow. Well, other than the fact that I saw what Kumal has done to himself to get yeah. ready for that movie. Yeah. Holy crap! That boy is ripped. Yeah, I, I'm I'm pretty pumped about that one. I'm looking forward to that one. Um, Mulan, um, I don't know if I'm hey. really into that. Uh, oh, it, wait, 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 no. Free Guy. The Ryan Reynolds pick. Yes, that looks interesting. The one where he's basically an NPC in a Grand Theft Auto Online game. <laughs> this is really scary. Yes. Boom. He He's just sleeping. There's a hole in him. And you can literally see through it. Although when I saw that with Star Wars, it was um, edited not to have a... It was just smoking. There was no actual hole. Since oh, really? Did. Oh, it wasn't the Red Band? Because I well, think it was what, the Red no, Band version of it, no? That wasn't the... No, it just was one that I guess they knew there would be more kids seeing it. Oh, so they okay. made a few different versions. Because this was still a Green Band trailer. Even the one that you see online with where there's a hole through the guy. But... And this one, I guess, since they knew it was a movie where there'd be a lot of kids, they even toned it down a little bit more. Yeah. Speaking of Ryan Reynolds, did you see Six Underground? No. The Netflix movie? No, I have not seen that yet. Is it good? Well, it's a Michael Bay movie. Hmm. Maybe I'll give it a shot. <laughs> it's a Michael Bay movie where with Ryan Reynolds starring. Do you like bloody action movies? Of course. Then you'll love this movie. Right, maybe I'll check it out. it's a very bloody movie. All right. No, I'll have to. I, I've seen the preview for it I, uh, when I open up my Netflix app, so I'll, I'll definitely have to check that out. A guy gets his head blown up. Nice. Yeah, I'll, By a I'll give it a shot. Being put in his mouth. So it's a movie. It's not a series. No, it's a two-hour movie. It's it's a hoot. It's got about as a coherent of a story as you'd expect from a Michael Bay movie. Okay. <laughs> but you'll go, walk away from it saying, you know, that wasted two hours, and I was entertained. Which yeah. is all I can expect from a movie. Couple of other anticipated 2020 movies that are uh, making some of the lists out there. Another one is A Quiet Place Part Two. I am excited about that one. Comes out in March. Birds of Prey. I'm kind of mad on. Uh, you know, it's, it's one of those things that it's either going to be good or really bad. Yeah, I mean, I think regardless if it's really bad or really good, I mean, Margot Robbie's still going to kill it. Like she's she's the perfect Harley Quinn, mm-hmm. and I would hate to see her in a really bad movie as Harley Quinn, just because I don't want her to ever lose that role. But I we'll have, see that one. I have my doubts on, but I can be surprised. Yeah, I mean, we all before. we all can. Yeah, so that's I all got, we got really. I've got no other. I can't because they haven't announced, obviously, the late movies for next year yet. The September, October, November, and December movies, the ones that are going to be the big, at least, award bait movies. Yeah. Well, you were mentioning something earlier about Ghostbusters um, and possibly Super Bowl commercials. I know we haven't. We're still a month and a half away from Super Bowl, but. Mm-hmm. Um, just thinking a little out loud before that. I mean, besides a Ghostbusters trailer, what else do you think we'll get? I mean, we'll probably get. I'm gonna say maybe if if I'm Marvel, I'm gonna push Internals more during Eternals. Go- yeah. Um, I don't know if I would do a Black Widow, but 
I've got a prediction I'm throwing out there. Yeah. I think Super Bowl is where we're going to get our very first Bill and Ted teaser. Yeah. Because we haven't heard any. I mean, I know they filmed it. I had a buddy who is uh, who lives in New Orleans and actually went and got to meet Keanu Reeves um, meet. when they were filming. Me and cousin Stan um, had uh, written our own beginning to a Bill and Ted uh, sequel at one point. Oh, really? Basically, it was um, Bill becomes a sellout because he's you know he's Bill Preston Esquire. Oh. And he sells out. Ted uh, Ted remains dedicated to trying to save the future. Bill just goes completely corporate. <laughs> That's right, Ted. I sold out. I sold out the garden. I sold out the forum. I sold out the Tokyo Dome. Virgil, take care of this dude. And then the whole movie is trying to get Bill to be the cool version of himself again. Okay. That that was one thing we did one morning, but that was that. But yes, that Bill and Ted Face the Music is one I look forward to a lot because that is obviously... Something Keanu Reeves had no business to do, no reason to do, but because the fan community wanted it so much, he said, whatever, I'll do it. All right. <laughs> well, this latter-day version of Keanu has been awesome. Him doing John Wick has been great. He's going to be a voice in um, a, a video game I'll be getting next year, Cyberpunk 2077. He's obviously going to be in the next SpongeBob movie. He's just doing all these little things. He's he's at, he's living his best life. Yeah. No. Absolutely. He's he he is for sure. And you know what? I'm gonna raise you a Bill and Ted teaser trailer though. I'm gonna raise you a Batman teaser. You think the Batman will get a teaser? I think the Batman will get. See. It might just be like the original Ghostbusters teaser trailer from a while ago, where it was just they say they found the car and they. Well, do the shot of the car. See, I think it's too soon for it because I don't think they have filmed one piece of footage at all for this movie. Well, they had the teaser trailer for Ghostbusters before they even started filming because it was just them going in on the car. This yeah. was one from like a year or two ago. So I think you could get something like that where it's just the bat signal and maybe mm. a date. Well, the year. Could be. Could be. That's I think, I, I think I'll... I'll uh, I, I, I would almost... I would almost be willing to bet that we would get more of a teaser of like the the next Halloween movie or something coming out late next year. I think we would get a teaser of that before we would a Batman. I don't think you'll see any horror movies I'm in the Super Bowl. That's way too much money for a horror movie to spend money on. No, I agree, but I'm just saying that I think the chances are something pushing I mean, for a, a late 2020. But we'll see. I mean, I'm sure hopefully we'll be able to cut a few more podcasts before we get to yes. that point. Uh, it's been a while, but it was good catching up with you today. Yeah. Um, and uh, we've got uh, maybe coming up here in the next few weeks, we will cut a podcast. I will go through uh, top movies of ni- 2019. I've got a list of about seven or eight solid locks for a top 10. Um, Want to see a couple of the others? Uh, one or two I haven't seen yet. You want Nin- to see 19, cats. 1917. That's and the cats. the war movie. Not, not cats. Cats gonna be in um, your top, top ten because you love cats. And and I will end on this note. Uh, I did see Uncut Gems on Christmas night. That was my Christmas night movie. Yeah. Adam Sandler's best film ever. I know that's not saying much. Yeah. But I mean, he is awesome in this movie. 
between him and Joaquin Phoenix, I'm putting those two as my top two contenders for best actor. Um, Adam Sandler kills it in that movie. That movie is really intense, really He'll good never movie. Give it to Adam Sandler ever. I I'm I'm almost willing to make a wager for you. I will wait. I I'll make a wager that not only is he nominated, but he's probably going to be one of the top two vote getters. Um, don't necessarily know if he'll win. I think Joaquin Phoenix probably still has the edge, in my opinion. Then again, though, there's a lot of movies I haven't seen yet that you know some of the Oscar bait stuff is starting to come out limited release. So over mm-hmm. the next two weeks, I'm hoping to catch a few of those, like the Sam Mendes movie, 1917. Right. Looks like an incredible war movie. That looks like war movies always get yeah. our award bait, especially I mean, now. I mean, you just don't know if like that's going to have best actor stuff in it. I mean, I did see uh, Tom Hanks, Mister Rogers movie, uh, Wonderful Day in the Neighborhood. Tom Hanks was awesome in that movie, but my issue with that one is I feel like Tom Hanks as Mister Rogers in that movie. There wasn't enough of that material of him to, to get the best actor. He'll get best whereas, whereas like Joaquin Phoenix owns the Joker movie. He's in every single scene, pretty much. Um, where Tom Hanks really isn't in every single scene. I don't think so. Joaquin Phoenix will win it. That's all. Ooh. It's just because it's a superhero. And then again, going going back to Adam Sandler, he's in the movie the entire two hours, and he's awesome in it. So yeah, Uncut Gems. Um, you can definitely out. Spoiler, you could definitely look for that in my top in my top seven or eight movies of twenty nineteen. Okay. But we'll get to uh we'll get to a top ten list. I'm sure you wanna talk about some of the top video games of the year. And uh, we'll have some of that coming up for you in the next few podcasts. Also we wanna keep our eyes out on, on some of the new newer Netflix stuff and Amazon stuff. We've got a lot of things coming up, so I think over the next few months we'll be sitting down a little bit more uh, than we had over this the fall season. Right. But that'll do it for episode 110 of the Hillcrest Duo. I am your host, Metal John. I'm on Twitter at Metal John Radio, and that is... And I am your host, Brad Risto. Follow me on Twitter at Brad Risto. All right, that'll do it for episode 110. See you next time.